Let's do it. And now, shining the spotlight on the future of hockey. Hello, it's Thorne Byron of the Vancouver Giants. I'm Kirby Dock of the Saskatoon Blades. I'm Dylan Cousins of the Westbridge Hurricanes. Hey guys, this is Cam here. Spencer Knight. This is Matt Foldy. It's Alex Turcott from Team USA. Hi, it's Maurice Sider from the Adelman. This is Alexis Lafreniere of the Rimouski Oceanic. Major Junior. They were the best in the QMJHL. And now the Huskies are Memorial Cup champions. NCAA. Everybody in that Bulldog section's on their feet. The bench is ready to party as the UMD Bulldogs are back-to-back national champions. The World Juniors. Time winding down, and Finland has won the World Junior Championship in Vancouver in spectacular style. The NHL Draft. With the first pick overall, the New Jersey Devils are proud to select from the U.S. program, Jack Hughes. And more. Unbelievable. Wow. Incredible. This is the Pipeline Show. All right. Well, good weekend and welcome to another episode of the Pipeline Show. My name is Gee Flaming. Thanks very much for stopping by and downloading this particular episode. If you're a newcomer to the show, then welcome to the program. And if you are a returning listener, then thanks for coming back. And uh, again, I, I've mentioned this on the last few shows. If you uh, get your podcasts from a place where you can leave a rating or a comment or something like that for those uh, people who just stumble across it and never heard of the Pipeline Show before, but they see a you know, a four or five star rating and uh, some nice comments. Uh, that'd be great. I'd appreciate it if uh, if you have the ability to do that, that you would uh, take a second and uh, leave a comment or a rating uh, for the next person. I pre- I would appreciate that. I'd also like to know where you uh, came across the Pipeline Show, how you first heard about it, if how long you've been listening. Uh, so drop me a line. Uh, hit me up on Twitter at TPS underscore Gee. As always, we start with the question of the day, which I put up on Twitter uh, just a few moments ago, actually, so not expecting uh, any feedback just yet. But uh, the question of the day, with NHL Central Scouting's uh, ranking coming out last week, I just wondered who was maybe overrated or underrated in your mind. Give me a, a few examples of a player that, I don't know, maybe they got a B rating and you thought they should have got an A, or uh, they got a B rating and you thought they should have got a C, or somebody that wasn't given a, a letter ranking uh, at all. Uh, if there's somebody like that that comes to mind, uh, let me know. Hit me up on Twitter. Again, at TPS underscore Guy is where you'll find uh, that uh, that poll question. For me, a guy that immediately comes to mind is Jake Neighbors. Uh, a little bit biased. He's here in Edmonton with the Oil Kings, but was given a B rating, and that's certainly a, a good one. Uh, but I think he is a first-round pick, so I would have given him an A. We're going to move quickly today, and uh, we'll get right to the uh, news and notes portion uh, and uh, news out of the U.S. Uh, with the All-American uh, prospect game usually goes at the end of September, uh, end of September, end of October, somewhere. Uh, but they've completely scrapped it this year, and um, instead USA Hockey is going to combine it with the USHL top prospect game in January. Now, in years past, the top prospect game in January with the USHL was basically two all-star teams in the USHL made up of draft-eligible players not including the U.S. National Development Program. This year, the format is going to be the uh, the U.S. Development Program will take on a single USHL All-Star team made up of draft-eligible players, and, and that is going to be uh, what they call their top prospect game, uh, which is all fine and dandy and, and that would have worked 
in, in previous years, I'm sure. Uh, I, I think it is a bit of a bummer, though, that the All-American game is gone because that one was any American player that is eligible for the draft was able to play in that one. So not just guys in the USHL, but U.S. high school players, guys in the Canadian Hockey League. Uh, so now they don't have that game, uh, which is uh, disappointing. I guess it may be uh, some, you can make the argument, well, the CHL guys do have the CHL top prospect game, and that's fair. But I kind of liked the, how USA Hockey was having this spotlight on American talent that's draft eligible. I thought I thought that was a, a great thing, uh, and I'm also I'm not clear on um, the high school guys if they're going to be able to play in the USHL game or not if they're not playing in the USHL. So uh, a guy like uh, well Blake Biondi comes to mind. He has started the year in the USHL, but I believe everybody is expecting him to go back to high school at Hermantown. And if that's the case, if he's playing there, will he get the call to to go play in the USHL top prospect game? Not sure. So I guess we'll wait and see how it all plays out. But um, on the surface, I was just a little disappointed to uh, see that news. You can agree or disagree, and that's fine. You can uh, tell me how you feel. Again, on Twitter, at TPS underscore Gee. Let's get to the CHL top 10 and the uh, Oshawa Generals. Well, uh, you can't be any better than uh, perfect. They are 9-0 and right now going into this weekend's play. They are obviously the number one ranked team in the Canadian Hockey League, the only unbeaten squad. Sherbrooke goes from number three to number two. Prince Albert jumps back up from six to three. The Quebec Ramparts hold steady at uh, the number four spot. Number five is Shakutami. They actually fell from the number two position last week. The Edmonton Oil Kings go from nine to six. Medicine Hat, just outside the top 10 last week, they are now number 7. In the same situation as the Owen Sound Attack, not rated last week, now number 8. Charlottetown drops two spots from 7 to 9, and the Ottawa 67s hold down the number 10 spot for a second consecutive week. Going to the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League, the top team in the league, heading into this weekend's play, the Sherbrooke Phoenix, with a record of 9-1-1, they're uh, winning percentage is an 864. Quebec not far behind, though, an 800 uh, winning percentage. Also playing really well early in the season. Charlottetown, Cape Breton, Ramouski all over a 725 winning percentage. And Schwinnigan right at the 700 mark, as are the Moncton Wildcats. Struggling? Well, Gatineau, obviously, they are 1-8-2 uh, at this point. Acadie Bathurst uh, also winless this season, 0-6-1 with uh, three losses coming in a shootout or overtime. Both of those teams, uh, just with four points, they've played uh, 10 or 11 games already. Top scorer in the queue, Alexi Lafreniere, with uh, 29 points uh, so far this year for the Rimouski Oceanic. And uh, Cedric Paré, his teammate, has 25, and Dmitry Zavgorodny uh, has 24 points. So that trio uh, leading the league in scoring. Let's go to the OHL, and I mentioned the Oshawa Generals, a perfect 9-0 as they sit uh, coming into this weekend. Owen Sound is the and Kitchener both with a 7.22 winning percentage and 13 points each. They are the next two teams in the OHL, and I'm going by winning percentage, not by points, because some teams have played uh, more games than others. A couple of teams, London and Guelph, have only played seven games so far this year. Uh, London is 500, Guelph is uh, just under 500. But while some teams have played, a lot of teams have played uh, nine or ten games, uh, those two clubs have only managed to get into seven thus far. 
The offensive leader is Arthur Kaliev of the Hamilton Bulldogs. He has 21 points, and he scored a highlight reel goal earlier this week. The uh, the old scoop lacrosse scoop uh, from behind the net and tuck it into the back corner. Pretty impressive uh, skill set there for uh, Kaliev. Quinton Byfield has 20 points, so right hot on his heels. Nick Robertson uh, as well with 19. Phil Tomasino has 18 points for the Niagara Ice Dogs. Out west here, the uh, top team w- with winning percentage of 889 are the uh, Prince Albert Raiders defending champs. Off to a great start, 7-0-2 record. They have not lost in regulation time yet this season. The Edmonton Oil Kings and Medicine at Tigers are tied for the second-best uh, winning percentage right now at 773. Both of them have 17 points after 11 games. Medicine Hat has eight wins, Edmonton seven, but they have a couple of uh, overtime losses uh, more than Medicine Hat has. That's the difference. Everett would be the fourth best team with a 667 winning percentage. Who is struggling? Well, uh, the Regina Pats are one and nine uh, to begin the year. Both Prince George and Swift Current also uh, slow out of the gate, as are surprisingly the Brandon Wheat Kings, who are three and six to begin the year. Offensively, the uh, Kamloops Blazers are uh, doing well, putting up a lot of points. Connor Zary leads the dub in scoring. He has 16 points. Oren Santazo, also uh, of the Blazers, has 15. Bryce Kindop of Everett has 15 points as well. Alexi Protus uh, of Prince Albert and Jimmy Hamblin of the Medicine Hat Tigers, uh, they have 14 points. Well, the next step for CHL players uh, after their junior eligibility is uh, up is uh, either professional hockey or off to U-Sport. Uh, here in Canada West, after a couple of weekends of regular season play, you have the Calgary Dinos and the University of Alberta Golden Bears. They are both 4-0 and to begin the year. Mount Royal in uh, Calgary and Lethbridge uh, are 3-1. and Then you have Manitoba, who's 500. UBC, Saskatchewan, and Regina all looking for their first wins. In fact, Regina, the Cougars, are 0-4. To begin the year, the schedule for Canada West action this weekend. The Dinos are in Manitoba to take on the Bisons. Lethbridge goes to uh, Saskatoon to take on the Saskatchewan Huskies. Should be a great weekend uh, of action at Claire Drake here in Edmonton as uh, Mount Royal will take on the Golden Bears. Mount Royal playing very well. And uh, Regina will take on UBC, both of those teams looking for their first win. Uh, Would you be surprised to see them split their weekend series? Leading scorers in uh, Canada West, Matt Alfaro of the Calgary Dinos and uh, Riley Lindgren of the uh, Mount Royal Cougars. They both have nine points, five goals, and four assists each. Four of the top six scorers play for Mount Royal, so that team has been able to put up some uh, offense early in the season. Switch gears and look at the NCAA in the the United States, and uh, the uh, top 20 poll has come out the number one team this week after uh, Duluth Split last weekend, well, the Denver Pioneers now the number one ranked team. Not unanimously, though. They went from two last week up to number one. Minnesota State, the next team, uh, they go from three to two, while the Bulldogs from UMD, they slide from one to three. Massachusetts, the UMass Minutemen, they hold steady at number four. So does Cornell at five. They haven't even played yet, but they stay uh, at five. Boston College goes from ten to six. Notre Dame. Up one spot with a 2-0 record. They uh, land in the number 7 position. Quinnipiac moves up from 9-8. to eight. Penn State goes from 13-9 to nine and actually received one vote for uh, to be ranked number 1 overall. Clarkson rounds out the top 10. 
And 11 through 20 goes like this. St. Cloud, Ohio State, Providence, Western Michigan, Northeastern, North Dakota, Wisconsin at 17, UMass Lowell, Harvard, who hasn't played yet, and Boston University rounds out the top 20. Some of the highlight games uh, in the NCAA this weekend, well, Minnesota Duluth at Wisconsin should be a beauty. A little curious to see Arizona against Air Force. I don't think the Sun Devils have got off to the start that they wanted this year, and Air Force is uh, a respectable club for sure. They make teams earn it. North Dakota is at Minnesota State. Another good one in Denver is the Pioneers welcome Boston College. Bowling Green will take on Western Michigan. Lake Superior off to play the Michigan Wolverines, and Northern Michigan is out in Boston to take on the Terriers of Boston University. All right, that's going to do it for the news and notes. Let's get to what's coming down the pipe today. I had planned on having uh, four guests on the show, but uh, one of those interviews fell through at the uh, last minute or really just couldn't get it confirmed in time. Uh, So just three guests on the show today, although uh, there is going to be a little bonus uh, audio clip as well, which I might actually include here at the end of this segment. But our In the Dub segment today will be uh, Josh Horton, who uh, writes for the Everett Herald and covers the Everett Silver Tips. They made a big trade earlier this week, and uh, that club is playing some pretty good hockey once again, so uh, Josh Horton will join us. He'll basically be our CHL insider as well, and that segment, uh, as always, is brought to you by the store next door, taking your broken hockey sticks and turning them into some uh, absolute uh, treasures, as uh, they'll take any stick that they can get their hands on, and uh, they make some really cool stuff with it. Uh, Go to thestorenextdoor.ca and uh, check out their their gallery uh, with their uh, catalog and uh, find out what they do that uh, is a fit for you and uh, let me know if you've uh, picked up anything from the store next door and uh, if you're happy with it and and, uh, take a picture and put it on Twitter or something like that. From that segment, we'll uh, go to our NCAA campus report, Nate Wells, who covers the Big Ten conference uh, and specifically the Minnesota Golden Gophers. He'll be my guest to preview the conference play uh, this season in the Big Ten. Then the 2020 draft spotlight this week, we go to the USHL and the Madison Capitals. At Carson Bantle, currently leading the USHL in scoring. He's tied at top the scoring race, but draft eligible this year and uh, given a C rating by NHL Central Scouting. But on paper, there's lots to like six foot five, 200 pounds, and obviously uh, can uh, put up some numbers at least early on here. So an interesting player to watch for moving forward. Wanted to get him on the show early this year and was able to chat with him here in the last couple of days. Reminder about Pro Stock Hockey. It's your online source for authentic Pro Stock Hockey equipment. You can get sticks, gloves, and all the rest. You can follow them on Twitter, at Pro Stock Hockey. They have uh, lots of product updates and special offers, and they tell you about contests there. Right now, one of the contests is you can win three free Pro Stock sticks of your choice. Enter for a chance to win now at ProStockHockey.com giveaway. And they say uh, signing up is quick and easy, and and it's free. Plus, you can earn bonus entries for sharing with friends and family and teammates. So uh, best of luck if you are looking to pick up three free sticks uh, of your choice. I'm going to retweet that right now. Then it'll be on my timeline as well. But uh, they always have new stuff coming in. So you'll want to visit their website uh, on a regular basis uh, to see what's new. It's not just sticks. It's uh, all types of equipment, whether it's shoulder pads or pants or skates or jerseys or they even get into the apparel, stuff that you'll see like uh, the trainer wearing on the bench, the, the coats and the shirts and stuff like that. You can really look like uh, part of the team. Now, the uh, little bonus audio that I want to share with you before we uh, kick off the rest of the show 
comes from the Moose Jaw Warriors, and uh, James Gallo, the voice of the uh, Warriors, uh, sent me the audio. It's a conversation he's had with Olivia Howe. Who is uh, Olivia Howe? Well, she's a new assistant coach with the uh, Warriors. And why is that significant? Well, she is the first female uh, to be named uh, to a coaching staff in the Western Hockey League. And the uh, bonus that she gets to do it at home. She's from uh, Moose Jaw, and so a nice fit for her there. But uh, she's got a pretty good record as well. She uh, went to Clarkson, played in the NCAA. Her team got to the Frozen Four all four years she was there and uh, won a national championship in 2014. She also coached at uh, Notre Dame in Wilcox, Saskatchewan. So a really cool story, 25 years old and now on the bench of a WHL team. Nice story. So uh, James was able to uh, supply a bunch of us with the audio. So we're going to share that uh, for you right now, and then we'll set up the rest of the show. Here's uh, James Gallo with Olivia Howe. Exciting news for the Moose Jaw Warriors today, as the organization has announced that local product Olivia Howe has joined them as the team's new coaching assistant. Now, Alan, with this opportunity on your mind, what made Olivia the right person for the job? Well, Olivia has a tremendous amount of experience in the game. Um, she's played, she's coached, uh, she's scouted, um, had tremendous success uh, at Notre Dame as a player winning a national championship um, then went on to Clarkson University in a hockey scholarship and won an NCAA uh, women's national championship there um, she wore a letter both uh, at Clarkson uh, and Notre Dame um, and as we got to know Olivia and, and her background and her experience uh, we talked about her you know be joining our team to be a guest coach at our recent training camp she came in here, did a very good job, uh, made a strong impression on our hockey staff and our coaching staff, and uh, we wanted to find an opportunity to, to bring her on to our, our, hockey, our hockey staff. And uh, so working with uh, Mark O'Leary, Scott King, and, and Tim Hunter, uh, we've put together uh, this job description, this position, and this opportunity for Olivia uh, to help our team. And we believe that uh, uh, it's an exciting opportunity for her. We think that she'll do real well, and she's a great addition to our club. You had mentioned that she was with the organization as a guest coach during the training camp. Did you have this in the back of your mind? You know, training camp, you're evaluating players, but were you kind of, you know, thinking about this at that time? Well, I think that, uh, you know, I, I think as an organization, we're, we're always looking for ways to complement uh, um, all our staff in terms of uh, adding quality people. Um, and, and, but we also take the responsibility seriously um, of giving young people development opportunities to grow in the game and get better. And uh, so this was an opportunity that matched something that we thought could help our hockey club, um, give Olivia a special opportunity that she's more than qualified for, and, um, and, and see how it goes. And, uh, you know, she'll be around our team for practice and games. Uh, she'll act as an eye in the sky during the games for our coaches, providing information. Um, she'll work with uh, Scott King in terms of getting on the ice and doing some you know, skill development, player development with our players. And uh, um, we think that uh, it's an exciting opportunity for her. And uh, again, um, she'll add a lot to our team. And congratulations, Olivia. I guess I'd uh, like to get your initial reactions to, to joining the Moose Jaw Warriors. Yeah, no, it's been really surprising, um, the feedback and the, the reaction I've got. Um, I'm really excited to start here. Uh, it's a great opportunity. And um, being from Musha, it's just awesome. 
Now you talked to General Manager Alan Miller about this opportunity uh, last week, and then what's going through your mind as you know you're, you're recognizing that this is a good possibility that you'll be joining a Western Hockey League team. Yeah, it was really exciting last week when he um, presented this opportunity to me. And um, just thinking about it the whole weekend, um, coming to the game here on uh, Wednesday and just like kind of putting into perspective what I'd be doing. And it's really exciting. Um, like I said, great opportunity and um, really happy that uh, the Warriors asked me to do this. You were a guest coach with the team during their 2019 training camp. How has that opportunity maybe helped you to get ready for this? Yeah, so again, Alan uh, asked me to do the training camp and it was really exciting. Um, I didn't hesitate, obviously, just uh, needed to get my get out there and um, be at this level of hockey, being working with the, the males out here. It's been really exciting. Um, it's definitely a lot different coming from the female game, so a lot to learn. Why so different? Uh, just different styles of play and um, the way the women play the game, obviously, um, no checking and, and whatnot. So there's a, there's a bunch of factors that uh, add into this and it's going to be really exciting to uh, learn a lot with the team. And an opportunity to work firsthand with Tim Hunter, Marco Leary and Scott King, that's got to be really exciting. Yeah, great coaching staff and um, like you said, met with them at training camp and um, I think we all got along pretty well. So uh, I think I'll have a lot to learn from all three of them. When you go back to training camp, you know, and being on the ice with the guys and communicating with them, was that one of the big things to prepare you for here? Because you will be on the ice for the Warriors or practices when available. So being able to communicate with these guys then probably has to help now. Yeah, for sure. And um, I don't think there was any problem um, communicating with the fellas. They were they were took my um, criticisms and my lessons, um, things I had to say uh, very well, and uh, I think it, it'll help me translate into this as well. The Western Hockey League has confirmed that you are the first woman to join uh, a Western Hockey League coaching staff. And I know you're a modest individual, but you know, will it sink in eventually, you know, kind of being a trailblazer? I think eventually, maybe. Like right now, it's a little fresh, so it's still really exciting. But uh, I think it's going to take a couple, couple nights to really sink in what's, what's going on here. Talking with Warriors head coach Tim Hunter about the news of Olivia Howe joining his staff as a coaching assistant. And uh, Tim, uh, first off with the news, I'd like to get your reaction to this exciting opportunity. Well, it's great to have another perspective in the dressing room and in the coach's office. Uh, a female that's uh, played at the highest level in the NCAA. And, uh, won a national cha championship. Now she was a guest coast with the Warriors during training camp and you had the opportunity to work with her on the ice. Just maybe talk about you know, her, her voice and how she's able to communicate with the guys. Well, she's a, a pretty tall girl, so she's got a real presence on the ice and uh, she speaks loudly to the players, uh, direct. Uh, she's got a good message and uh, we're excited for her. She also has a wealth of experience and knowledge. Is that something that you hope she can communicate with the players? Well, that's what I talked about earlier, is her uh, knowledge and her experience of uh, playing four years of college, being a leader on the team she's been on, and, and being able to impart that to information to our players. And, and uh, you know, when I'm not on the ice with the players, we'll have Mark and Scott and her out on the ice and uh, uh, working with guys individually and just getting her perspective of how to play and how to do certain things and skill sets on the ice. Let's get to the rest of the show. We're going to kick it off next with Josh Horton of the Everett Herald. That's next here on the Pipeline Show. Left wing, the drop pass. Kendry into the offensive zone. Top into the net in front for Madsen. What a save by Dustin Wolf. 
He stretched out with the glove, makes the save and covers. Oh my, 8.37 to go in the second. Hey, it's Dustin Wolf with the Everett Sobertips, and you're listening to the Pipeline Show. There's a lot of people with disabilities that can't just go out and find a job. So we set out to create a business to fill those needs, one stick at a time. The Store Next Door gift shop is a Yarmouth-based manufacturer and retail outlet store. So we make great ideas that any of our employees come up with, and we reuse and recycle as much as possible. Our most popular item is probably our hockey furniture. We take broken hockey sticks and turn them into different products. We go through a lot of hockey sticks, a lot. A whole lot. Considering that it's only been a year and we're shipping internationally, I think that that's been a huge success. Most people's reactions are, wow, you do this here. We don't accept can't here. Everyone here learns in different ways, but we want to give everybody every opportunity to find exactly what works for them. There's nothing better than when a customer buys something and then one of our employees say, I made that. They have meaningful lives and build things they can be proud of and get a paycheck for it. I'm Amy Acker and we change lives one job at a time.